Welcome to Hey Psyche, How Do I? My name is Chris Hatfield. I'm your podcast host. I'm the founder and coach of a company called Sales Psyche and have devoted my time in the last 15, 20 years to all around mindset and mental well-being. Hey Psyche, How Do I? is all about answering those questions that we often pose to ourselves subconsciously or consciously on a daily basis, but don't always know where to start with. None of these long drawn out interviews, five minute podcasts, giving you practical insights and takeaways for you to be able to implement further. So enough about this, let's get started. Hey Psyche, how do I improve my decision-making? Well, let's start off by understanding why we struggle in making decisions for this first part, and then we'll dive in in the second part of how you can improve it. There's a few things that come into play here, and behind every decision, there are a lot of psychological factors going on. The first one might be related to what we call status quo bias. This is where we have a tendency to stick with what we know instead of choosing something new and different. We see the alternative as a bit of a risk and therefore we get paralyzed and don't do anything. It's a bit like staying with the same energy supplier. The second thing is linked to something called anchoring bias. So this is where it can really affect the choices you make. For example, if you're looking at a secondhand car and let's say it's £8,950 and you try and negotiate a discount and the the dealer offers you £7,950, so £1,000 off. Would you feel like this is a good deal to take? Well, anchoring suggests that we rely too heavily on the first thing we hear, in this case, the initial price. That's what makes the discount so appealing, but it shouldn't be the deciding factor. In this case, we should be more objective, like how much the car is really worth or whether you can find a better price elsewhere. That's the thing with discounts. We can look at those things and think, oh, they look great, but we don't actually look at the price in isolation rather than just thinking, well, this is how much has come off of it. Other things that can come into this, cognitive biases as well. Stress has also can play a part. If you're stressed in a situation, this can sway our decision. Cognitive biases is based on what you're believing or don't believe in a certain situation. You'll always go with that. Choice overload is another thing. So, for example, when you go to the supermarket or when you're deciding what you want to eat for dinner, if you have too many choices we become feeling overwhelmed by it, the sheer number of options. And it's better sometimes just to have a few options to be able to choose from. And then the other thing that comes up is decision fatigue. This is where we end up making multiple decisions, one after the other each day, a common occurrence, and perhaps where we don't have as many habits, we experience this effect. This suggests that we make, when we make a large number of decisions, we can drain our willpower. The result, we have a harder time saying no to things like junk food, impulsive buys or other tempting offers that particularly come up at the end of the day. And what can happen here is this is why it's so important to build habits. The more habits you build, the less you have to think about those things, the more you can rely upon them. And the other thing is the sunk cost fallacy. This describes our tendency to follow through on something if we have already invested time, effort or money into it, whether or not the current costs outweigh the benefits. So this often leads us to making irrational decisions. It occurs because we are not purely rational decision makers and are often influenced by our emotions. So for example, if you paid, let's say, £100 for a festival ticket because two or three of your favourite acts were going to be on and it was in July and you're expecting it to be really sunny. Let's say it got to the day and it was raining and two or three of those acts had pulled out. Would you still go? Now, you would think well, I paid £100, so I should still go to this. But that's the challenge here is that with the sunk cost fallacy, we're often basing it on previous situations rather than the current. The current one is it's raining. Most of your acts, if not all of them, are not there. 
are you still going to have a good time? Probably not. So you might think, well, I've spent £100. Yeah, but think about going to the festival, how much money you'll actually spend on that day and how much more money you'll lose from it if you're still not going to have a good time. It relates to loss aversion, which describes the fact that the impact of losses feels much worse than the impact of gains. We're more likely to avoid losses than seek out gains. So that's some things that are going on around our decision-making. Tune in for the next part on how you can get better at improving your decision-making. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you ever have any questions you want to pose for Hey Psyche, How Do I, get in touch on Instagram at Hey Psyche, How. Drop me a message on LinkedIn, Chris Hatfield, or you can visit salespsyche.co.uk for more around this. Catch you soon and stay mindful.